Hi, Mama. Welcome to Ministry and Motherhood. This is your host, coach, and mentor, Lauren Apple. Here at Ministry and Motherhood, we want to see you step fully into your God-given ministry impact at home and in the marketplace. So let's get moving. Hey, my beautiful Ministry and Motherhood friends. And mamas, I am so excited to jump in with you today. It has been a wild week in the Apple household, actually week and a half, as we entered into this new endeavor, this new journey of homeschooling my four kiddos. Now, my two-year-old isn't quite homeschooling, but he loves to jump in on all the other kids as they're trying to get their learning on. And we are taking on this new endeavor, and we're super excited, and it has been a stretch of my mind and my mindset, a stretch to really go after the things that God has for me within this homeschooling journey, and just a stretch to really look at what your expectations are saying and what they mean and how to step outside of those expectations. So if I have any listeners that have ever gone from the traditional schooling process with their kids and moved over to homeschooling and maybe even did homeschooling a little untraditionally as well as we are not following a strict set of curriculum but are kind of um, leaving it a little more customizable to each of our kids uh, really allowing them to focus on independent learning and how they can do that on their own alongside us walking alongside them so anyways this is not about homeschooling this episode but Maybe someday in the future, I will give you one as I am a little bit deeper into the process, but it's been fun and we are excited to see what God has in this journey and what's ahead of us. But this week, I want to talk to you ladies about what does it look like when you've gotten a little bit off track, right? Now we all have been there. I am guilty. I know you listening, you're guilty. You've established habits, routines, systems, you've put them into place, maybe even unintentionally. And then transition happens, then something changes, then you get sick or your kids get sick or you're not sleeping well or whatever it looks like. And all of a sudden you get out of that habit. You get out of that routine and you are coming on two days, three days, four days, stepping into this routine and or stepping out of it. And you really want to jump back in. And so I want to tell you four things that you can do today to do a quick reboot of your system or your habit or routine that has gotten off track, okay? Now, the longer it's gotten off track, the more difficult it's going to be. Now, let's just say you're on a few days. That's great. But if you're entering into months of being off track, it is not going to be a quick reboot for you. You're really going to need to go back to the foundation of setting and implementing a new habit. That is something I teach. That are the tools I give to my ladies that I coach. And so if you're in that place or maybe you're in a place where everything is just so overwhelming and you don't even know how to begin to implement routines and habits, but you know you need to, I would love to partner with you. It's something I love to do with my ladies. And they walk away saying, man, my home is full of balance and peace because Lauren has helped me implement new habits and routines and systems, but she's also taught me the tools in order to implement them myself. 
and how do you refine them and tweak them, okay? All of those things. But today we're talking about a quick reboot. This isn't implementing something new. This isn't being off track for several months. Y'all, when I moved here into this new home, I got off track for a few months through that process of living in the apartment and, and packing that up and then moving into our new home and then setting up new things here and new habits. I got off track and had to go through the process of re-implementing new habits and routines. And some of those things I'm in the middle of re-implementing right now. And so I'm practicing what I preach. I'm putting into practice and I'm doing it. And so it's okay. There's no shame in doing that. But today we're talking about how can we've maybe just gotten a week off track. How can we quickly reboot and reinvigorate, okay, these habits and these routines and these systems that were working well but something got us off of track, okay? You guys know where I am. You know where I'm headed. Here's how we can do it. Four things. Number one, you have to recognize what's off track, okay? Not just recognize what habit or system or routine has gotten off track, but what is it that has caused you to get that off track? Have you gotten off track of getting up early in the morning and you're having trouble getting out of bed, you're having trouble not hitting the snooze button, you're having trouble even having the energy in the morning, you have to recognize, man, are you staying up too late? Do you have anxieties around a certain issue or problem or confrontation or relational tension, okay? Is there something you need to surrender to the Lord? Is there a habit you need to cut out like staying up late and watching TV? Or uh, beginning to do things and think about things or reading news stories. Man, this is something that I have found in my life. If I read a news story or um, really start to dive into interceding for my friends or my family members, I get to a place where, man, I'm just overwhelmed with those emotions late at night. And I can't do that late at night. I need to do that early in the morning. I need to do that in the afternoon. But I need to cut off those um, opportunities to hear news stories or whatever it is. Man, recently when this whole thing came out about Afghanistan and the Taliban taking over um, control in Afghanistan, I plugged into the news stories late at night that night. I didn't listen to it early in the day because I was working and doing other things. And, And when I finally heard about it, I could not sleep that night. And so do you know what that did to my morning? It made it a very difficult morning to be focused and be productive and to get the things done that I planned to do. It made a difficult morning to get out of bed because I hadn't gotten enough sleep. So you need to recognize what's off track, write it down, determine it, okay? Explore it. Get in there and figure out what is it that you have gotten off track and maybe what is it that has caused it to get off track for you, okay? Figure it out. Get really clear on what's gotten off track so that you have a very clear marker of, okay, what am I re-implementing? What am I trying to jumpstart again? What am I trying to put back into my life, okay? Number one, recognize what's off track. Number two, eliminate the excuse. Ladies, we are women of excuses. It's so easy for us to get to a place where we are just constantly making excuses. And that is what keeps us from being the disciplined people that God has called us to do. It keeps us from doing the hard things that we want to do. And sometimes those things don't seem too hard, but they feel hard because we make excuses. And so we need to realize what excuses we're making and we need to eliminate those excuses. 
look back and recognize what excuse am I making that's causing me to be less productive, less focused, have less attention to detail, um, not have the attitude that I want to project to my family and friends that are around me, have less joy and less positivity, positivity, okay? Of all these things, when I get my habits and my disciplines off track, I let them slide. I'm not accomplishing the things that I know I need to accomplish. I need to not only recognize what's off track, but eliminate the excuse. This is something that majorly holds us back. And most of us can probably name what excuses we make to keep us from doing and becoming consistent in the habits we want. Okay, you can name those excuses. But here's the thing. We have to then take the foresight and the effort and energy and determination to eliminate those excuses, not just name them. Okay, so I'm going to go back to that morning routine of getting up early. I need to figure out what excuses am I making when my alarm goes off. Am I falling back asleep without realizing it? Uh, How can I I eliminate that? How can I put steps in place in order to eliminate that excuse that I am no longer falling asleep when the alarm goes off or turning it off without realizing it? Do I need to have multiple alarms every five minutes? Y'all, I have seen some of my friends' alarms that go off. There's literally like 15 alarms that go off in the morning because they are just habitual. Turn off of your alarm without even waking up. They don't even realize it. And so they have like 15 to 20 alarms. They're poor spouses that go off every morning so that they can eliminate that excuse. And they also set their alarm the extra half hour earlier than they need to, right? So that they're recognizing when they get up. Am I turning it off and then just deciding, man, I'm too tired to get out of bed and I end up dozing back off? Well, then what do I need to do to eliminate that excuse? Can I move it? And I I tell this example all the time, so you've probably heard it, but do I need to move my phone to the bathroom or down the hall and turn the volume extra loud? Do I need to get an actual real alarm clock and put it on my dresser across the room so that when I get out of bed, I have to actually take steps and put my feet on the floor in order to turn off the alarm? Okay, how can I eliminate these excuses that I regularly make? And if you begin to then develop new excuses that you think, man, I eliminated all these excuses, but tomorrow you try to go out and you try to get up early again and you realize that you've made another excuse, you need to say, okay, I'm making new excuses. How can I figure out how to eliminate these new excuses, these new things, these new things I justify to keep me from doing the things that I need to do, okay? You need to, one, recognize what's off track to eliminate your excuses. Eliminate your excuses. Part of eliminating your excuses is having a backup plan, okay? I want to get up early and I want to work out, but the way that I normally work out is going outside and going for a run. Well, what happens if there's going to be bad weather? If I don't have a backup plan in place, it is most likely going to happen that I am not going to end up working out when it is pouring rain outside, okay? When there's a hurricane coming, I'm not going to work out. And so you need to eliminate those excuses by having a backup plan. Man, I know when I get to the end of the day and I've been focused and working hard and I'm tired and I'm exhausted and I I don't have a plan in place for dinner and I want something quick and done, it's going to be real easy for me to go and get fast food instead of eating something healthy. Well, then how can I eliminate those excuses and have a backup plan? Have really quick, easy meals to make that are healthy for you to stick in the freezer, right? Or I mean, stick in the oven or stick in the microwave or to whip together in five minutes. Have that backup plan. If it has to do with picking up meal, then have the backup plan of what meal do I need to plan to have 
to pick up from this particular restaurant that's healthy, that's going to help me not to eat the 800 calorie cheeseburger from McDonald's, but instead eat my rice cauliflower bowl from Zoe's. Okay, I love Zoe's. Any of my friends out there, you love Zoe's. You can get something healthy and quick and easy to bring home for your family. So have those backup plans in place. Know what workout I'm going to do when it's pouring outside. Do I know what YouTube channel I want to watch? Do I have a workout plan that I can have printed out and on my counter of a hit exercise that I can do in order to eliminate the excuse about my weather, right? About the weather in the morning to go work out. Am I stuck with realizing I don't have any clean clothes? Well, I should have my clothes laid out in the morning to eliminate the excuse of, man, I don't have something to put on to work out and I don't wanna go through the effort of doing that. I'm going to eliminate that excuse by being prepared in advance and laying out my clothes the first thing so that the first thing in the morning I put it on. Then I've eliminated the excuse of, man, I have to go and get changed or, man, I don't have anything to wear or whatever it looks like, right? Having a backup plan in place to eliminate those excuses. Does that make sense? When you have that in place, you don't have to sit here and think about it and get distracted and get off base and end up doing something else and noticing the dishes need to be done and doing the dishes. No, you have the plan in place. You already have it worked out in your mind. And so it's very quick for you to make that next action and do what you want to do. Fulfill the habit that you're called to fulfill. You know, we eliminate these excuses because we have to know ourselves better than anyone else, right? We The world tells us that we're 80% self-deceived, but we know ourselves. We know the way our brains work. No one else knows the thoughts that go through our head that come into our head before we eat that thing we don't want to eat or we excuse ourselves from exercising or we keep ourselves from getting up early in the morning or we don't go after that activity or that task we know needs to get done but it feels so overwhelming like a giant elephant in the room and so we push it off and we procrastinate you know yourself better than anyone else you know what you tell yourself to justify yourself not getting back on track you know the lies that have been spoken over to you that keep you from going after the habits and the disciplines that you know you know you know God has called you to do and to fulfill in order for you to walk into the purposes he has for you, to walk into the mantle of authority and anointing that he's placed on you and the desires he's placed on you so that you can serve the people he wants you to serve. You know the excuses that are going to stand in the way of being that person and establishing those decisions. So what are they right now tonight? Write them down the excuses you're making, and then write down as you're thinking through those, what do you need to have the foresight and wisdom to do in order to eliminate these excuses? How can I, everything in my power, keep these excuses from holding me back? There's got to be a way with every single one of the excuses you come up with to eliminate them. So if you feel like you have an excuse that you cannot allow to, to stand in the way, but you can't recognize, how can I eliminate this? I'm stuck reach out to me, okay? I would love to help you. Shoot me a message on Instagram or on Facebook. Send me an email to lauren at laurenapple.org. I would love to help you come up with a way to eliminate that excuse, okay? I wanna give you some knowledge and wisdom and insight on how you can eliminate it so that you're no longer allowing those lies to keep you stuck in the patterns that you are stuck in. 
If you ever feel like your excuses are new, they're never running dry, then maybe it's just time to come before the Lord and recognize, man, am I living in a victim mentality or am I taking ownership of my life? Because you get to choose what your life looks like. And I don't care what the outside world looks like. I don't care what the circumstances are telling you, society or culture or the people around you have told you. I don't care what other gurus, okay, have told you or what book you've read. It tells you, you get to determine the routines and habits and disciplines you're placing in your life. And all those things will determine the outcome of your dreams, the outcome of your abilities and your gifts and the the things God has called you to, the outcome of the impact you will make in this world. They'll determine your future. They'll determine how much freedom and abundance and possibilities that God can give you if you're willing to sacrifice the here and now so that the future looks different today than a year from now, right? Than two years from now. Going after those habits and those routines, going after the dreams that God has called you to do, you have to eliminate the excuses. So here we are. We need to recognize what's off track. We need to determine the excuses and then figure out how to eliminate those excuses. And number three, we need, in order for us to eliminate all these excuses, to reboot our life, to continue to move forward, we need to find accountability. You need to find accountability. Now, accountability doesn't mean it has to look like having an accountability partner that's going to work out with you or is going to ask you every single day how things are going. It could simply be saying out loud on Facebook, hey, I'm implementing this new habit in my life. Man, I'm challenging myself to run three miles every day for the next 30 days, okay? Putting it out there, putting it on Facebook, telling people around you that you're starting this new journey and this new habit. So people begin to ask you about it right? So they feel compelled so that you're taking ownership of knowing, hey, other people know that I want to do this. And so I have a little bit more fire in my belly of not failing at this because people are going to ask me about it. They're going to know if I succeed or fail. So the more people I tell about it, the more times I post about it online, the more times I put it out there, I'm going to find accountability Maybe not just an accountability partner, but people who know about my habit, my routine, my system that I want to put into my life. They're going to get to know you. They're going to see what the ins and outs of your life look like. They're going to talk to you about it more. I've posted this about drinking water, okay? I used to never, ever, ever drink water. Literally never drink water in my lifetime. Would go through days weeks, months with barely having any other water unless it was mixed in with something else like soda or coffee, right? Or tea or whatever that looked like. And I knew that that was so bad for me. And so I had to implement this habit. And the more people I told about it, my kids especially, the more accountable I was to it, okay? But also there is something powerful about having an accountability partner, Having someone who is going to text you at 5 a.m. because you know somebody who wakes up consistently and has that discipline in their life. Y'all, I have this in my own life. Over the last month, I've gotten out of the habit of waking up as early as I would like to. And so I have a good friend of mine that is actual local to me that has that habit in their life. And every single morning, they text me to just say, hey, good morning. And that just reminds me, I need to get out of bed because they're going to be texting me to see if I'm awake or not. And I have that accountability. When you have somebody else who knows that this habit that you want to establish, right, is going after it, then you're able to find that accountability in a greater way. 
Another powerful way of finding accountability, and I know you probably knew I was going to say this, is finding a coach. My life drastically changed a year ago, now about a year and a half ago, when I decided to invest financially um, in my own emotions, mentally, and with my time with a coach who helped me find accountability on the things I wanted to change and the person I wanted to be and the business I wanted to start in my life. And it drastically changed. And if you have tried with partners, if you've tried with people, if you've tried doing these things in your life and you just can't seem to find that accountability to help you progress and continue to move forward, ladies, that's what I do. That's what my mastermind is all about, is accountability and encouragement and practical tools and processes to walk you through getting the systems, routines, and habits, and disciplines in your life to be the mom, the leader, the business owner, the kingdom impactor here on earth that God has called you to do. To do all the things, to manage your home, to manage your business, to manage your ministry, and still find margin to hear from God every day, still find margin to have joy and spontaneous moments of insight and connection with your kids, spontaneous moments of being able to pick up and serve somebody that you're called to serve or pray for somebody that you're called to serve, spontaneous moments of being able to stop and be face-to-face with my spouse when he needs me, face-to-face with my kids one-on-one with all four of my kids on the daily because I have put systems and habits into my life to find that margin. That is what my mastermind six-month program is all about. Not just telling you a plug-and-play system because it doesn't work that way, right, ladies? It has to be customized. You have to learn what works for you. You have to learn how to tweak and refine. So it's a six-month program because it takes that long to not only implement some of these systems and habits into your life, but to learn the tools to refine, to tweak, to start over, and to re-implement new things. And so I'd love to partner with you. Check out the link in the show notes below as we jump into our next program, six-month program, kicking off here in October. I would love to have you be a part of it. I have a special deal going if you sign up this month. Reach out to me. Visit um, laurenapple.org backslash coaching and you will find some information there. It doesn't have the special deal, but you can reach out to me and stay tuned as you learn about that. But number three is finding accountability, okay? So we have number one, recognize what's off track. Number two, eliminate the excuses. Write down your excuses and do everything in your power to eliminate that excuse from keeping you from jumping into that new habit, jump-starting it, re-kicking it, going after it, right? Number three, find accountability. And number four, you've probably heard me say it before, reward yourself and celebrate, okay? Reward yourself and celebrate. Don't just celebrate once it's new or once you've gotten 30 days into the system, okay? It's uh, this habit and routine, but celebrate once you've done one good day of it. Once you've done two good days of it, once you've done three good days of it, okay? And, And reach along that. Celebrate the small and the big wins, in those moments. And when you celebrate that, man, you're recognizing the excuses and you're stopping yourself in your tracks from that excuse, you're doing awesome. You can say, man, you did it. You recognized it. You were making that excuse and you said, nope, not today, Satan. I'm not doing it. I'm not. I'm going to make that hard choice and it, it might take me a little bit longer than it did a month ago, but tomorrow it's going to be even shorter, right? And it might not look exactly the way it did. You might feel terrible. That exercise might be a lot more difficult than it used to be. 
and it might feel like a terrible workout and it might feel like you didn't go as hard as you did in your run like you did previously, but you still did it. You still got up and for 20 minutes you moved your body, right? That is a win. You celebrate those wins. I celebrate that I caught myself yelling at my kids much quicker than I did yesterday and that I jumped to apologize much faster and sooner, that I changed my attitude around much quicker, okay? You celebrate those things. It doesn't matter what it looks like. It doesn't matter how imperfect it is. You got off track for a day, but I jumped back in the next day. I didn't let myself get off track for 40, right? Celebrate the small victories and then reward yourself. There's this book that's called Atomic Habits. I highly recommend it. If you haven't read it, pick it up, read the book. It talks about having habits in your life. I've learned a lot of the things for my habits through that book. But he talks about that studies show people will be more successful in accomplishing and developing and implementing new habits when they partner those habits with something that is a reward for them. Doing it alongside a reward, rewarding themselves for being a part of it or in the midst of it, in the midst of it right? You hate folding laundry. I hate folding laundry, okay? Well, I'm going to watch that Netflix show I don't usually let myself watch because it doesn't give me anything beneficial out of it, right? But I'm going to watch it while I fold laundry and limit yourself to just that one show or until the first episode sh- shuts on, you know, to that one hour. I am going to partner my morning coffee that I love to getting up early in the morning. Man, I can sit outside in the peace and quiet and have my cup of cup coffee all alone. Okay, but I'm trying to drink more water in my life. And so I'm going to give myself that cup of coffee after I drink a 32 ounce glass of water. Okay, that's what I have done in the past to reward myself. I had a huge jug of water that I would bring with me to drop the kids off at school and my drive home. And I would not get out of the car until I drank it. And when I got back in the house, I could get myself a cup of coffee. Okay, and my my younger kid would always say to me, it's coffee and milk time because they would get their sippy of milk and I would get my cup of coffee and we would just have a peaceful moment moment of just sitting in quiet, reading a book or whatever that looks like. I rewarded myself because I loved that coffee. So find something you love, reward yourself with it. You've done a great day of reaching all of your goals, then give yourself the 10 minutes to just sit outside and be lazy and do nothing, right? Reward yourself, something that feels good with celebrating the small wins or the things that you've done in order to reboot your habits, okay? So you want to go after these habits. You want to get back a quick system reboot because you've gotten off track. Recognize what's off track. Eliminate the excuses. Find accountability and then celebrate and reward every single small step of your win along the way. You can do it. I know you can. I hope that this has been helpful and encouraging and inspiring to you to just go and get after it. I want to ask you this one question today. What habit have you been having a hard time implementing consistently in your life? Think about that habit and then go this week and begin to implement these four things with that habit. It's going to be powerful. It's going to be amazing. And I'm praying for you. I'm cheering you along on on the sidelines. I hope you can hear my heart because I believe that you can do it. I know you can. You can do the hard things and you can do the heart things and you can make those choices every single day, one step at a time. You can walk into the authority that God has purposed you for to serve the people he's called you to serve and to develop the habits and disciplines and systems and routines is gonna be so powerful. 
So know I love you, know I'm praying for you, know I'm encouraging you, and know I'm here to partner with you. And if you need just a little bit extra help to get you going forward at a much faster pace, because I know when you're going it alone, you're doing it on your own, and even you're learning these things that I'm teaching you, you can do it alone. That's great. It's going to be a lot longer process than if you were to jump along in a program that has been proven that has a proven track record, that has brought ladies through that I've done in my own personal testimony of my life and I've walked through and I've re-implemented and again, I'm re-implementing those things that I teach you in my membership program, my signature membership six-month program. I teach you those and I'm going through them again as we have this new move and as we're entering into homeschooling. It's going to be great and you can do it. And if you need extra help, reach out to me. I would love to have you. I have a special of $300 off of the full six-month program if you want to sign up in the next three weeks. I would love to have you be a part of that. Reach out to me. I will give you all the details and all the information. You can find my contact form at laurenapple.org. You can Facebook me, Instagram me. I would love to talk to you more about it, give you a free one-on-one session so you know what it would look like to partner with someone who can help you get the systems, habits, and routines in place in order to be that balanced peaceful, joy-filled mom and leader going after all the things that God has purposed you to go after. Love you, ladies. Have an incredible week. Thanks for listening to Ministry and Motherhood. We're praying that today was an encouragement to you, but more than that, inspiration to just start taking action. Want to learn more? Join our Facebook group called Ministry and Motherhood or check us out online at laurenapple.org.